Rob, I know that Just Ride is in between seasons right now, but we've got a little something special for the listeners today. Come on then. What you got, Elliot? What you got up your sleeve? <laughs> well, Emilio Hansen, the undisputed greatest slopestyle rider in the world right now, is the latest guest on Mindset Win, a podcast from the team at Red Bull, and we've got a little clip for you. Well, yeah, every now and again, someone comes along who is, you know, going to be the best there's ever been. I think we've seen it in cross-country mountain biking, Nino shirts. We've seen Rachel Atherton in women's downhill, for instance, you know, that Greg Minar in men's downhill. And now, without a doubt, in men's slope style, it's Emil Johansson. He's done the Triple Crown three times. He's the most successful rider ever at Crankwork slope style, you know, which is basically the world championship, right? And I'm new to it, Elliot, like you probably as well, really. Well, you know, I've not, I, the last year I was lucky enough, or this year I was lucky enough to get to commentate, to present and commentate on a slope style. I don't know much about it, but uh, yeah, but he stood out instantly as just being better. He goes bigger and he's, everything he lands is just so, so solid. Like there's just, there's no doubt. There's no question. It is like perfect. And it's, it's so true. I've gotten to know him a little bit more. And I think we we hear it so much uh, in this upcoming podcast that you're about to hear that he is so deliberate. He thinks so deeply about everything. So I love this format where you get to hear the, the sports psychology and the, the athlete perspective on just how dialed everyone is because i think so many people think about a sport like slope style red bull rampage yeah um as just these people taking insane risks but as you'll hear it's not quite like that well to them it's actually madness unfolding every time he leaves the ground but to him it's entirely calculated and he will perceive it as actually very safe and you know he, he doesn't think it's going to go wrong so he's yeah i can see that but the thing that I think was most impressive about him is when he's up against it and it's so high pressure and he's at the top there on his second run, one run to get it all right that he can and will deliver even producing world's firsts under all that pressure, under all that scrutiny because he he needs it, you know, when he needs to. Like, how on earth do you do that? Yeah. Like, that's actually Well, it's, it's funny. He actually, he actually talks about one of those, like, one run, last run, last year, all the pressure. Uh, he talks about it in the podcast. And Rob, I feel like the mental side is really interesting. I actually, when I was racing, got to go to a Red Bull sports psychologist. You and did. it was super interesting because we did some brain training. And so you have all these different brain waves. You have like alpha brain waves. Uh, you have beta brain waves, theta brain waves. Huh. <clears throat> and you the flow state is actually trying to make as much alpha as possible and so what they did it gave me a little test put this thing on my head that measured my brain waves and i would watch this video and if if i was making the right brain waves if i was in the quote unquote flow state this little spaceship would go through this what? little video game and then as soon as you start thinking about it, like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, the spaceship would crash. No And why? I thought it was this, yeah, I thought it was this really interesting way that, you know, like modern science has started to quantify that kind of uh, elusive or like kind of this squishy idea of the flow state. Um, hmm. And it shows kind of the level that Red Bull is at and the level that all of these top athletes are at to say, I'm going to actually measure my brain waves. 
and deliberately cultivate this like flow state. You've just I'm now I'm going to be listening to that entire podcast series. Is that <laughs> if that's the kind of stuff that's going on? Are you yeah. for real? I mean, like, yeah, I know about sports psychologists. They came in at the end of my career, and I spoke to one who made a colossal difference. But like, it sounds like it's uh, a little bit next level from then. You know what I mean? It's moved on. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Tell me, tell me a little bit about the podcast, and we'll uh, we'll play the clip for everyone. Well, it's not just about Emil, of course. But York Peter Kloppel, head of performance, mental performance at Red Bull's Athlete Performance Centre, also chats to Mindset Wins host, base jumper Cedric Dumont, about what we can learn from Emil's approach and take into our everyday lives. That's what Mindset Win is all about, unlocking those mental tactics of the world's best athletes and showing how we can use them to reach our own performance goals in every aspect of life. It's super interesting to hear Emil talk about courage. And uh, Rob, I can't wait to uh, go into the new year because it's going to be season two for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't either. I'm certainly looking forward to getting just right up running again, aren't you? Oh, my God. Podcast Rob is going to be back in full force and we can't wait to see everyone there i can't wait to see what guests we're getting it's going to be brilliant yeah really excited about that and as promised then here's a short clip of emil johansson's mindset win episode search for mindset win wherever you get your podcast to listen to the full episode now My name is Emil Johansson. I'm 24 years old and I'm a professional freeride mountain biker. Can you tell me about a run that was really special for you? 2022, I had this one event. The season initially went pretty well. I ended up winning the first three events of the year. Uh, going into the fourth, I had an option to secure the triple crown of slope style. There's only been one guy before me that's been able to secure it. And in 2021, I secured it for the first time. And in 2022, I was looking to do it again. And in Australia, I crashed out on the last jump and knocked myself out. It was a very short time span between Australia and New Zealand. And New Zealand was the final event of the year. In order to take home the World Tour title as well as the Triple Crown, there were only one result for me to get, and that was to win the event. After I knocked myself out, I had a couple of weeks off the bike. I barely got back on the bike before I needed to fly out. It was, is this really going to work? Will I have enough time? I definitely struggled to remember much from the contest run itself. I remember the day. I remember it had been raining a lot leading up to the finals day. We barely had any practice on the course. And then for the day of contest, waking up, I just felt this feeling of there's so much I need to get done today in order to perform at the level I want to be at. Right when I got up top and was getting ready for my second run, I just felt like I was way too hyped up. Like I was way too ambitious. And it was this feeling of like, actually, now I needed to take a step back rather than pushing myself because that whole week had been like a lot of push, push, push. surprise us 
The man who spent the last month rehabbing, where did he find the time to pull a trick that we haven't seen him do in competition? Come on! So you, you did win, but what is winning and what means success for you? Success isn't the results for me, it's more the process and the lessons learned along the way. Do you feel any fear when you ride your bike, especially competing at Red Bull Rampage? Definitely, there is a lot of fear there. Sometimes it has to do with the, the jump, sometimes it has to do with the trick you want to do on it, sometimes it's everything combined. The fear is always there, it's just more or less present, kind of depending how much you tune into it and how much you listen to it and how affected you feel. That's a, a remark I have a lot, but you probably don't feel any fear, but we do feel yeah. fear. How do you deal with it? I don't know, I always try to break it down and like look at like what's the reason behind this fear? Is there something I can do to get rid of it or at least work my way around it? It's so hard sometimes to break it down and sometimes you're just stuck in the rut where it is scary and you don't really know how to get out of that position. But over time you get better at it. I would never go jump out of a plane today unless I would have done the right preparation to get there. Even though we're doing dangerous things, we're still very human. We just got into a point where we got uncomfortable in situations where initially the body and the human being wouldn't be comfortable, but over time and with a lot of preparation, we have gotten to that point where things that didn't used to be possible is possible. Well, I've got so many things I want to say, but York, again, what are you thinking? Just how at his age, he is already very reflective about the processes he goes through. And he's very rational in his thinking as well. None of what he's doing is naive in any way, even though it's incredibly dangerous what he does. There's always a process behind it for him to make sure that he feels safe. And I think a lot of that has to do with courage. So maybe that's something that you can relate to as well. Well, yeah, of course. What I always tell people, and I think this is really important for uh, our listeners, is that we all feel fear. Mm. We're all human beings. But at one point, you have to take action. And the difference is made with a certain amount of, of courage. Yeah. And if you don't have that desire, if you don't have this belief that you can make something happen, well, you're not going to take action. In my case, I'm not going to jump. Something that I like is that he explains that this courage also comes from answering questions. That was something that stood out to me that he says, you know, there are always many questions about whether is this trick really possible? What are the potential risks of doing it? Uh, do I have like a, a safety net? If, if I realize the jump isn't going well, how can I still land and make sure I don't injure myself? So he speaks a lot about answering all these questions. And I think maybe that's the difference between someone who doesn't take the step or doesn't jump off the mountain and someone who does in the end, because you've answered those questions for yourself, right? And you mentioned fear. And I think the fear always stays the same. When you stand on top of a mountain, you still have fear. And when he tries to do a, a certain big jump, he will have fear as well. And 
that's probably a very similar fear to a fear that I would have or listeners would have if they were in the same situation. But we don't have the experiences or the answers to all those questions to know whether this is something we can do or not. And I think for our listeners, having the courage can be applied to many, many, many things. And courage, and this is a nice thing, courage is something that we can learn, something that we can train. It's not something that some people are just born with and, you know, they're the lucky ones and everyone else will never have that courage. But no, actually, it's something that we can train over time and it takes little steps, like many things, to just put yourself in, in some situations where you, it takes a little bit of courage to overcome it. So, for example, if you've never jumped off like a three meter diving board into a pool and that's something that you can maybe do, that's a, a small step to, to train yourself, to teach yourself this courage. And then you can go on to bigger things to eventually maybe speaking in front of 500 people, which right now is, is something that you would never have the courage to do, but you can train yourself to get to a point where actually you, you have the skill to stand up in front of those people and, and give a speech. Search for Mindset Win wherever you get your podcast to listen to the full episode now.